something. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. It's new. Hello, hello. Mmm. Mmm. Mm-hmm. So smooth. Welcome yeah. to It's a Shame. Yes, the podcast about debunking shame. I'm Danielle Nelson. I'm Lily Rogers. And we are your hosts and captains of this de-stigmatized de, uh, shame ship that we are now all aboard. <laughs> yes. Um, we are trying something new by starting with a, a little toast, so mm-hmm. I don't know how that went, but... Well, you know, we'll see. Seems like it was fine. Yeah. From my end, but I'm also the one <laughs> shooting whiskey, so... Yeah. Um, welcome. Welcome, everyone. I hope this finds you in a good place in your commute or right at the tail end of cleaning the house um, or just really in, in, in a good place with whatever it is you're doing. Yeah, maybe like ignoring work for a little while and totally. taking some you time. Yeah, maybe you're taking your dog for a walk. Oh, how delightful. Yeah, that's nice. Yes. yes. I'm glad we're here for that. Yeah, I, I, it's an honor just to be nominated. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Tell your dog to go number two. Yeah, for the love of God, please. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we are, uh, we're sitting here. We're chilling out. We, It's holiday season. I'm sitting in front of Lily's beautiful Christmas tree. Mm, I'm a fan of it this year. It's very pretty. It's, it's really pretty. pretty. It's, a, yeah. it's a lovely shape. I have lots of fun, like, ornaments I've been collecting. So I didn't really have a lot of my own ornaments. And so, like, the past few years, I've just been trying to find, like, special ones that appeal to me and that I think are cute and fun. And so, yeah, I'm kind of developing that. Yeah, it's really cute. We have, like, a similar thing. I just took a photo of you that I'm going to put on um, the gram. Of me? Yeah, it's really cute. While I was scratching my eye? I waited till you were done scratching <laughs> your you. eye. But you were just so cute with the tree, and I was talking about the tree. So um, check it out. Photo on the gram. It's happening. Um, uh, yeah, so we we do the same thing, though. We're like, we just are slowly trying to accumulate, and um, which is going to bring us into <laughs> brand new information. Oh, so soon. Yeah. Hello. Because Here we are. There's, it's part of my brand new information segment. Oh. So um, this is information. Brand, brand new, new information. information. This is brand new information to, to me. me. <laughs> so here's a piece of brand new information to me. You can get amazing ornaments from your local Goodwill. So um, mm. I got a bag of ornaments that were so fun. And they were a lot of that thin glass, like very colorful, yes. vintagey, mm-hmm. huge bag full. Must have weighed over a pound, two pounds maybe. And uh, the whole bag was 12 bucks, and there Holy. were like 20-something ornaments in there. That's awesome. And we scored so many beautiful ornaments, Aww. and I was like, this is the way to do it. You and know? I like that because then they don't feel like as generic. You know, I have a lot on my tree that are like those plastic ones covered in glitter that kind of like are trying to look like they're glass ones, um, which are good when you have cats because then I just kind of like layer those in the bottom of the tree. So if they try to bat at them, they're not breaking like the fun pretty glass ones but um they're good when you have me I broke like three just decorating the tree <laughs> yeah I know and like it, it so our tree's in the corner this year and so like trying to like get around it to turn the lights or unplug and plug in the lights I'm like I know I'm gonna just break so many ornaments so I'm trying to be mindful and careful but yeah <coughs> Ooh. it looks really good it's really it's it's really pretty again I'll post the photo yeah. um Thank you. I'm I'm happy with it. I I'm just I love 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 this time of year. I love the holidays. I love feeling cozy. I like all the sparkly lights and everything. So kind of surrounding myself in that and just relishing it for the this short time that it's, it's here. It's really Christmassy. I feel very festive in here. Yeah. Um yeah, lots, yeah. lots of red and green and candles and um um, I kind of just want it to stay like that. I know. I was thinking that last night. I was like, I just wish that my house could always be Christmas. I'm just like that weird Christmas store in the mall that's like, year-round maybe, Christmas. Maybe you need to just like, it. I don't know, pinpoint what it is that you like about it. Like, oh, yeah. I like having lights on the window over there. Or, oh, I like having foliage. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then like you can incorporate it in your design aesthetic yeah I was thinking that too like I I was like why is it so easy for me to decorate around Christmas and then the rest of the year I'm like I don't know what to do with my house because it doesn't feel permanent yeah because you get to just play yeah it's totally playful I mean and speaking of goodwill I went last night and I got I didn't get ornaments but I got two big bags 
and I I didn't unwrap them before, but I think that they're awesome. These garland things. They're that have really like, pretty. So they're like maybe five, six feet I garlands. think they're about five, five, five to six feet. Yeah. I would say exactly what you just yeah. said. <laughs> <laughs> and they, have, they have like built in like pine cones and stuff. And they're it's just cute. like super greenery. So I have them over my windows, a couple of windows in my house. So I got two of them and they were like $4. And I'm like, this is the sort of stuff that, like, in Target, that would have been, like, 30 Or at Michael's. Michael's is overpriced, by the way. That's my favorite thing about Goodwill um, Christmas ornament and, thing like, um, just, like, thingamajiggy shopping mm. is because I do this thing where, like, I'm doing, like, a, like a Goodwill commercial in my mind's yeah. eye. And I'm like, 20 ornaments for the price of, I don't know, one at a major <laughs> big box retailer. That's the Goodwill price. Like, I just feel like I'm going through the store and then I get so excited when I find a deal. And, like, I got this little Christmas mouse that is adorable and I'm going to hide it every year. I love a Christmas mouse. I'm going to hide it every year and Jamie has to find it. Oh, cute. So this year I got it and it was so silly and I just put it in a random place. And he was like, uh, and I didn't know if he'd notice. I didn't know what would happen. And I just hear him go, oh, I love this mouse. What is this mouse? And I'm like, oh, I'm excited to tell you about the Christmas mouse tradition. I love um, it. So, yeah. That's really cute. Yeah. New traditions. It, it is Christmas. Yeah. Um, it's good to find those. And I love how they just kind of like develop naturally when you're just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to start this this year. And it's like I a, liked it, so I'm going to keep it going. Yeah. And it's like it's like a Mrs. Claus mouse. Like, it's a female oh, mouse. Cute. Yeah, it's really cute. I really want to see it. You know me. I love everything Christmas decor. Well, I will uh, post it a photo of Mrs. Mouse Christmas. Excellent. Uh, along yes, with the tree um, yeah. on, on the gram. Um, what is your brand new information? Mine is all holiday themed, by the way. Oh, yeah. I really, really should have done that. And now I'm like trying to think of like, should I try really fast to think of a brand new information that is holiday themed? Because mine is actually like kind of dark. Okay, well then that's good. You do the dark one because mine are all like super like things you can talk to relatives about at the holidays that no one's going to politicize. Oh, yeah. Maybe we should just do that and I'll save my brand new information because I think it would be perfect for like a different topic. It might be fine for this one. No, you don't think so? Okay. Nah. I think it'll bring us down too much. So I think let's stick with the Christmas tree is just going to wilt as soon as you start talking about it. Just start weeping. Yeah. Um, Well, I guess it's not brand new information by any means. It's more just like Oh, yes, traditions and how much I love them. We just recently did, um, a friend of ours uh, puts together a wreath-making party every year. And this is the fourth year, I think, Fourth year. And I was making my wreath, you know, exhausted after work because we had to do it on a weekday because everybody's weekends are jam-packed and, you know, whatever. But it was just so delightful and so much so fun, fun that it just, like, carried me through with, like, this extra energy that I didn't know I could muster. 100%. So Christmas gives me superpowers, maybe? That's my brand new information. Yeah. <laughs> it, I feel like it does for me, too. I almost feel like it's funny you're saying this because I was driving home and, like, I've been working really long hours lately and, like, I'm, like, also in addition to that, like, trying to do Christmas stuff and not feel like, oh, this fucking burden that is Christmas. Like, I'm trying to, like, really enjoy it. Yeah. It's easy to enjoy because lights yep. and because smells. smells and just festive mm-hmm. and fun and colorful and, and just silly. to be with your people. Yes, and like, exactly. Yeah. Just like the, the wreath decorating thing. Yeah. I had a crazy long day that day and I was like, I had to like do some things and da 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 da, da And I was like, I don't even know. And then yeah. I wound up going. Yeah. And I was so glad that I did. Me too. And I mean, it, well, yeah, it's funny too because like I, you know, just running around just so like stressed out and like so busy this week or whatever. I actually had a hair appointment before that I had forgotten about. Right. And the, uh, our hairstylist is also our dear friend. And so uh, she, when everybody was RSVPing to the, the wreath making, she was like, oh, I got to work. Like I'll be there afterward. And then like I thought about it and I was like, oh, I'm the reason she's working. You're like, bummer. What I was, ask I know. To schedule I was you? like, I guess we'll see you after you're done working. Working. on my hair <laughs> yeah and then I was like oh shit I'm the reason you're working but you know it's just like yeah if you can do so many more things than you think that you can in a given evening it's true yeah it's absolutely true yeah. um yeah so it's it, I feel like the the Christmas the delights like I'll try to like you I don't know I almost feel like it's like a lesson in present-mindedness 
and mindfulness that you get to slow down, enjoy things like lights, trees, ornaments, people, smells, etc. Because it is such a rush that it's like you have to kind of force yourself to slow down and enjoy those things because it's, it is really jam packed this year. It's crazy. No, totally. Um, you know what's funny is my um, brand new information was going to be uh, Zuarte Piet, Black Pete, <laughs> the oh. um, but uh, the the Spanish more. So just Google it, folks. Uh, Black Pete, mm-hmm. um, Holland, right? Is it Holland? Yeah, it's in like a couple. I think it's in a couple of countries. And instead, you know what you should do is don't Google it, but try to find the David Sedaris. From his book Holidays oh, on Ice. That's the funniest. Try story. to find. Well, first of all, just for, do yourself a, a favor and download the audio version for your yes. dark times during yes. the holidays, loneliness. You when you can't do the mindfulness thing and you're just like fuck this and you're stuck in traffic. Um, I highly, we highly recommend David Sedaris's Holidays yes, on Ice. It's amazing. I listened to it on a flight once in early December and I was laughing. So for the only time in my life, I've laughed so hard on a flight that I was in tears. And I had to pause <laughs> it because I was laughing and people were looking at me like a freak. I mean, he's just like, uh, you can't go wrong with David Sedaris. He's yeah. always just a delight. And yeah. You know, you can go back and read his books over and over again, and they're still just as funny as the first time. One hundred percent. He's. I just love him. And this and this book has um, one of my favorite things about David Sedaris, Uh-oh. which is yeah, uh, when he does when he talks about the Sedaris family shenanigans. Oh my gosh, and so, that family! Uh, oh. I know. And there's just so much and and holidays on ice. Like it's so good. So. Um, yeah, I highly recommend that. But that was going to be my brand new information, Black Pete. But I'm like. Just too controversial. It's, yeah. And I'm not the person to talk about it. I know, me either, because it's totally not a part of my culture. And it's definitely one of those things that you're just like, you, you know, I think if you're like from there and you grew up with it, you're just like, oh, yeah, I guess I never thought about how like weird and racist this is. But it's just a part of tradition. And so nobody ever thinks about it when we just like continue on doing it. And like nobody has questioned it. So if you don't know about it, look into it and try to and try to go in blind with the David Sedaris audio uh, piece from his book. But uh, so I decided not to go with that. And um, I was looking into some fun trivia. And do you know the first place that had a Christmas tree? Oh, no. The first country. Sorry, Fiona's on my lap, just a little segue, and she's purring really loud. So if the mic is picking that up, that's what's happening. Oh, <laughs> or maybe it's your ASMR. 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 <laughs> it's a cat purring. Oh, let's see if we can get her. I don't know. I don't know if that recorded We, we don't know not. if you heard that, but if you did. <laughs> that's some Fiona purring. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Also, first, sorry people who are triggered by ASMR. Didn't mean to just come in hot with some, like, mic whispering. Well, and now she's rubbing on the mic, so Fiona, get down. Okay. Anyway, distraction. Um, <laughs> the first place that had a Christmas tree? Yes, the first country. Oh, country. That a Christmas tree appeared in. Uh, it's G- in Europe. Germany? Yes. That makes sense. Oh, my God. What made <laughs> you say that? They're crazy about Christmas. All those Christmas villages and shit. Yeah, it was Germany. I would never have guessed that. That was brand new information to me. <laughs> here's and here's a really fun thing, folks. If you want to just make conversation with relatives that has nothing to do with politics, um, mm. the first artificial Christmas tree in Germany was made of goose feathers. What the? That were painted green. Really? And that's what people did. They would just take goose feathers, paint them green, and make artificial trees out of them. Okay, we've well. really come a long way. Yeah. I mean, tell me about it. So speaking of artificial trees, uh, this week I fluffed, unboxed, organized, put together and fluffed two gigantic, like 10 plus foot Christmas trees in my office. I still can't believe you did that. It was insane. Okay. Fiona, you need to cool it, girl, and go somewhere else. Fiona's having a real moment. She's been real needy this holiday season. Oh, I think maybe she's just a Christmas should... cuddler. So when we get done with the podcast, maybe we pour Fiona a drink and we yeah. put on David Sedaris' Holidays on Ice. <laughs> yeah. And we let her chill out. Maybe I'll uh, 
Draw her a bath. Yes. We'll put some uh, mistletoe or something. <laughs> are, are cats as allergic to mistletoe as dogs are? I have absolutely no idea. Yeah. Dogs are like, like I bought some uh, for a party we had one year. Oh, yeah. And then after I bought it and brought it home and I was talking about it, somebody was like, oh, my God, you haven't put it up yet, have you? And I was like, no. And they're like, mistletoe will kill your dog. Oh, and I was like, Jesus Christ, they should put that on the box. I don't, I have fake mistletoe up, but I don't have any real. Yeah. We I, did get a couple of poinsettias this year, but they're on the porch. Cause... Have you ever kissed anyone under mistletoe? Yeah. 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 It's have fun. You, yeah. I'm into that tradition. I think it's funny and cute. Me too. It's very fun. Mm -hmm. It's an excuse to make out with people. Oh, yeah. Which is nice. I mean, who needs an excuse? Am I right? Yeah. Any chance I get, <laughs> she says as she throws back the whiskey. Um, so I want to end um, our brand new information Christmas segment. edition. Christmas edition. <laughs> brand new information. Christmas edition. <laughs> with a question for you that will be brand new information to me. Oh, all right. What's your favorite Christmas song? Oh, that's tricky because I... I have a lot. Well, do you have a least favorite <clears throat> Christmas song? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. Yes. And it was stuck in my head recently oh, because no. it came on on our Christmas playlist. We've been just having Christmas music on because I'm decorating my house. And so every night it's just Christmas music galore, which I love. Except you can't, you know, stop sometimes when the Spotify is choosing mm -hmm. what it wants. It wants what it wants. And it, oh God, it put on the most problematic song of all time. Baby, it's cold outside. No, that, that one also. No, it's more problematic than that, I think. And... It got stuck in my head and I could not stop singing oh, it. God. Have you heard the song Feed the World? No. I just keep thinking it's that of Michael song. Jackson's Heal the World. No. Make it a better place. It's that, that song where they're they're like trying to do like aid in Africa or something, but they're basically like, do they even know it's Christmas oh, there? Oh, yes, yes, yes. And you're just yes. like, fuck Don't they off. Know it's Christmas time yes. at all. That yes. one. Yeah. Oh, yes. it's awful. I hate that song. Oh, it's really bad. It's so misguided and terrible. I don't know who greenlit that. Okay, <laughs> yes. That's a pretty, that's a pretty terrible one. <laughs> Eat it, and it was stuck in my head for like a day and a half, and I was like, "God damn it!" Of all the Christmas songs, why this? You know what? I think your answer is better than an answer to what is your favorite. I have prefer your least favorite. Yeah, mine is the song that is gonna play when they kill me and sacrifice me in a cult, which is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's so Carol of the Bells. You don't is, like that. It's terrible. Oh, yeah. Da, na, 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 na. It's so dramatic, number one. It's extreme. It it's is. haunting. You're right. Every time I hear it, especially if the sun has already set, I just picture like ghost children in white nightgowns like <laughs> flying in to like steal my soul from my body. Are they at least wearing like little Christmas wreaths on their heads or anything? No, but their eyes are closed. <laughs> and then when they open their eyes, they're just flashing red and green. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, yeah, that one. And then I also uh, hate Do You Hear What I Hear. Oh, I hate that song too. Oh, so many questions. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like said the little something or other to the something. Do I you hear what I hear? I hate that song. And it's just like, I, it's just so much hearsay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fun fact. Yeah. God, I'm full of them tonight. <laughs> yes, um, I like it. It was written during, or as a response, a plea for peace, if you will, during the Cuban Missile Crisis, that mm. song was. Because I Googled it one time because I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? Yeah. Do you hear what I hear? Huh. And I understand the message. I get it. Doesn't mean that I have to like it. Yeah, that's absolutely true. You know, um, I will go ahead and say that... Um, Somewhat shamefully, mm. one of my favorite Christmas albums is Mariah Carey's Christmas. It's a good Christmas it's album. It's really fun. And I think that she managed to write classics or, or like the songs that would become classic Christmas songs in like the modern era, which is difficult to do because you just like, we always just sing the like old standards and stuff. And those yeah. have just been such a part. And like, it's pretty difficult to like get into like the christmas realm in like a lasting way and she and, like, managed she did, to like, do it pop power ballads yeah you know they were so and they're delightful it's all those bells all those bells <laughs> it's a good it's a good yeah it's a really good one yeah um so this has been the holiday edition <laughs> of brand new information thank you for joining us <laughs> Paolo, play us out with Carol of the Bells. Yeah. Just kidding. No, please, God, don't. 
Um, yeah, so today's topic mm-hmm. um, is Lily and I are preparing for a couple different parties, as we all are, mm-hmm. whether they're parties or family gatherings or a work happy hour or just wearing something to work. I mean, there is kind of a, I don't know, I feel like there are a lot more opportunities during the holidays to be in front of people in situations that might have more pressure than they normally would. Yeah. I mean, you're going back home, like, which is funny because I saw, like, um, my coworker was telling me about this meme she saw where, like, when, like, it's just your immediate family and your sister comes home with, like, flat ironed hair, full face of makeup, like, (laughs) hot, like, brand new boots. And it's, like, weird flex, but okay. (laughs) It's just family. (laughs) But, like, whether it's just the pressure to go home and see your family and, like, wanting to look your best or meeting new family members or um, holiday parties, pressure, pressure, pressure to look a certain way. Mm. Yeah. Look your best. Yeah. Mm, and, yeah. And the pressure comes from a lot because not only are the ad- advertisers selling right now shit they want us to buy, they're mm-hmm. also advertising to us because they know we're getting ready to go to parties and be mm-hmm. in those family situations. So I feel like I've seen an uptick and also like makeup. I just got an ad for like some new version of Spanx, which apparently <laughs> this is their highest grossing selling time of the year. Oh, of course it is. Which yeah. is not surprising. Like it's just, it's, it, there's pressure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. There's not only the pressure to like. Did I ever introduce the topic? N- no. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We can do that now. Um, yeah. Basically just sort of, especially because this time of year you're, uh, in shopping mode more often. You're probably in front of more advertisements. It's mm-hmm. just sort of like what we want to talk about today is the commercialization and commodification of shame or like the way that shame is used to sell. Well done, Dr. Rogers. <laughs> Thank you. That was excellent. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just like, and you know what's like, I mean, like, I don't know. Sometimes I get an advertisement, spanks, here's a statistic. <laughs> No, what all... voice that was, by the way. I don't know what character that was. I'm digging it. I'm digging the new character. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that just it's it's so apparent around these times, and especially when you're already kind of like on emotional high alert to be sort of manipulated by that realm, or at least the advertisers think so, or you know. Not even just advertisers. I mean, it's in, like, news media and everything, too. You're out there. You're in the store. Yeah. And, I mean, suddenly, like, Cyber Monday and Black Friday, like, both slip into, like, I didn't buy a single, well, that's not true. I I bought one gift. But I bought bought something on Black Friday. It was for us, for Mm -hmm. our house. It was a home thing that I was like, ooh, that's too good of a deal. Black Friday deals. And then on Cyber Monday, I I went in with the intention of shopping for other people and I bought something for myself. Yeah. Which I think is kind of what happens. Yeah. I mean, oh, that happens. Yeah. A lot around this time of year too, for sure. Because I mean, you're, I don't really shop that often. And so um, when I am doing that for other people, suddenly you're like, whoa, there's this whole like world out here of like, I mean, it was crazy because it was at the mall. I don't go to the mall very often, especially like there's like this mall that is just fancied itself way up here. Okay, dear listener, if you're not from Southern California, just picture people spending as much money as they would on like a football stadium, but it's a mall. Yeah. In Southern California. Yeah. It's the most mall. It is the most mall and it's like... It's beautiful. It is really beautiful. It's an experience is what I've been told. It kind of feels like they're just trying to make it like a small city into itself where like Mm -hmm. you can do everything. I mean, it has a speakeasy. Well, it's not a California (laughs) landmark if it doesn't have a speakeasy. Yeah, and I think that, you know, there's like all these restaurants where you're like, whoa, this restaurant like probably cost at least $5 million just to design. Like It's it's beautiful. It's bougie and fancy. Two separate people have described it to me as an experience. Mm -hmm. And and by that, they meant like one I need to have. Uh Like apparently it's very nice. Mm. But then also those people both noted, as you did after you got back, that you kind of feel like shit at the same time. Yeah, that that's the thing I was going to say. So, I mean, 
this topic is obviously going to tie really closely to like the gift giving topic that we just covered. And then also part of our like shopping shame, but like, I definitely experienced that there. It was like, everything is designed to make you want it. Cause it's just like, this is a beautiful life that people live and like, yeah. look at it. And it's you not, you could have this but the thing with that type of mall. And especially in Southern California, um, especially around that neighborhood, it's like, it's not just the stores that make you feel that way. It's the people who are shopping there. Yeah. Like you can tell that they like are just dropping so much money and are like, they're super well dressed and like, you know. I, Artifice. <laughs> the place, the people, it's all on full display. Yeah. But I mean, but then it's also like people. Okay. This is going to sound really judgy and, and and maybe it is and I'm at fault for this, but it's the type of people who are also really taken in by those types of like shame messages, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Like yes. the keeping up with the Joneses type messaging or, yes. you know, so we were sat next to um, like at the mall, uh, there's this really nice restaurant and we, we went for lunch and the, there were these two women sitting next to us and, you know, they were discussing like the various procedures that they had had done and like how their swelling had gone down. And then they were like swapping all of these like, cosmetic and makeup that they had just bought and like talking about it at the table where are you you're in southern california exactly yeah (laughs) i don't mean this is like expensive expensive makeup and you know i think it might have been a mother daughter but like you know just and you know there's totally never nothing wrong with any of that like treat yourself i love me some beauty products and all of that like and you know no judgment for like having work done or whatever but it was very much just like well they are like deep into Mm -hmm. like the the realm of make yourself the lifestyle like Like when it becomes a lifestyle like the self-maintenance as lifestyle yeah which we all do pressure yes to to play that game 100 percent. and so today when you and I were skyping about this topic and we were kind of trying to conceptualize this idea of um shame as it relates to it started with us kind of talking about selfishness Mm. and kind of like what the shame of being selfish. And it's such a huge, broad topic that we were trying to like rein it in. And then we started kind of talking about this kind of like self-maintenance thing and like Mm. need to, and right now it's on like high alert for me. And so I was talking to Lily Skype and then I opened it up to my coworkers and I was like, is there anything that you do that's like painful and unnecessary, but you feel like you have to do it so that you look better during the season? And I work m- with all women, uh, with the exception of one man, and every single one of them like pivoted in their chairs and started yelling things like body contouring, like waist trainer, mm. teeth bleaching. Like they were all just like, and I was like, oh wow, this is like we're all right now doing shit that's kind of uncomfortable yeah. so that we can be quote unquote comfortable right. in our skin when right. we go to this event. Right. Even though I've at more than two events in my life had more than two glasses of champagne, gone to the bathroom, take my Spanx off and put them in my purse <laughs> because I'm like that's to awesome. hell like with this. Shit. No, uh-uh. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, so like body shapers and things like that, that's a really interesting one because like, I've seen them be marketed in a really positive way, but then there's also just the kind of idea behind it that yeah. like you you kind of are like real life photoshopping yourself. Yeah. And look, there's no shame. Am I going to wear Spanx during this holiday season? Yes. Yes, indeed <laughs> I am. Am I going to use the phrase, it smooths everything out? Probably. <laughs> yeah. Because it's what it does. Yeah. And I'm not, I, 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 I'm simultaneously aware that it's a problem and yet I am partaking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I it's a tricky mixed bag because it's, it's nice to feel good in clothes and like have them hang the way you want them to. And so like I use body shapers. I'm like all in on them. Like that's totally, yeah, it's no contest. Love, love that stuff. But at the same time, like just the way in which we have to like think about what looking good means and all of that internalized 
over many, 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 many years of being sort of like advertised to yeah. in a certain way. Yeah. And like what looks right, quote unquote, what yeah. looks pretty, quote unquote. Right. My So my coworker today when we were talking about this <laughs> was like, we you know, one side of the room was talking about Spanx. Mm-hmm. And she she's, um I don't think she wears Spanx. And she was kind of like, well, she's like, I might be in more pain than you or just as much. She's like, because I'm in fucking four inch heels and a fucking thong. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it was like mm-hmm. everybody suffers in there. It was just like mm-hmm. having this kind of like universal conversation about like, whether it's like you're wearing a strapless bra that you're trying so hard not to fight with and you're just like pulling on it. And it's like, and all of this is in the name of like comfort in terms of other people. Mm. You want to be comfortable in front of other people and you want to like feel your best and you want to, right, but right. it's like, fuck you. If I felt my best, I'd be home in like my like house gear, <laughs> you know, and my hair would be in a bun and I would have done a really good like wingtip black eyeliner, you know, yeah. eye and that would be it. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's something nice though about... I do dressing dressing up. up. Yeah. Yeah. And being out and like, I love, love, love being comfortable at home and all that. But there is something like, it's, it's performance. It's it's performative. Yeah. When you're out and you're dressed to the nines and you're feeling confident and you know, whatever. And I think that, I think that a lot of companies know how to capitalize on that feeling and like, Oh, you want to look your best. It's right? the Oscar night of your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. do you want like, to go to the like Oscars that? here? <laughs> but it's like they kind of make it seem that way. Yeah. And then like it's like going to a wedding or like a big event. Mm-hmm. And it is fun, you're right. And I no one I was gonna say no one loves to blank more than me, but I can never say that because <laughs> I just think of our idiot president who's just like nobody blank more Ooh. than me. And the phrase just makes my stomach turn. Yeah. Um, anyway, but <laughs> I love to play dress up with the best of them yeah. instead of the other way I was going to say it. I love, I love that. So yeah. I know what you mean. And I do, I'm like, Ooh, these new magnetic uh, lashes that you can get from Sally where, have you heard about this? No. So instead of the glue, which I've never been able to master, they now you put it as an eyeliner and it's like the base is magnetic to the Ooh, lash and it cool. sticks. So that way you don't have to fuck with glue. I wonder what kind of eye cancer that gives you, but that's awesome. It's fine. <laughs> they're like, wear it once. It's like, doesn't matter what color your eyes are. When you're done with this product, they're going to be black. <laughs> like, yeah. Have you heard about that shit though? Oh no. God, this is such a segue. I'm so Some sorry. Shit. We just do that. Um, no, there's that. I don't know. That um, it's like brow serum or eyelash serum or whatever. Latisse. Is that what it is? Yeah, the one that changes your eye yes. color. Is that yeah. what you were referencing? Yes, yes. What the hell? Yeah, I somebody brought that up the other day, and I was like, that changes your eye color. They're like, only in certain people. And I'm like, you sound like a pharmaceutical commercial. It's like, yeah, yeah no. But see, that's the other thing, too. Like, what? that is the type of product that, like, I, I don't think that any length of eyelash is worth freaking changing the color of my eyes but at the same time like you and i both do things that are would seem so radical to people because like they have like here's the thing at the end of the day we've all got our own demons in our backpack when it comes to self-image and again, wanting to feel our most confident. Right. And while, or like, like the things that you would pay like any price for pretty yeah, much. Exactly. And you're like, this is an issue for me. I'm insecure about this. Like mm-hmm. I feel better when I do A, B, C, If or there D. was a product to change this about me, I would go all in on it or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. that's fine. Like we have that. But my whole thing is like, but I feel like advertisers are like, oh shit. Well, they only have like one or two. So let's give them like like this very unrealistic, like your eyelashes should be like this long and yeah, your yeah, eyebrows yeah. should be so full. Well, that's like the- Brooke Shields is a teenager full and I'm like, calm down. Well, that's, uh, gosh. And it's so obvious when it happens. It, this is one of my biggest pet peeves with advertisement, with cosmetics advertising. When you can absolutely 100% tell that the lashes in a mascara ad are fake lashes. Yes. And they don't even well, try to hide Most it. of the advertisements, whatever they're like, advertising, what the is not a real representation of what 
Like, like the whole like phrase, actual results may vary. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? I mean, yeah. that's born out of this shit was photoshopped. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, I mean, I think that, yeah, just sort of that idea that you have to fix something and that there's magic products that will fix it. I think it's kind of, I think that the pressure is on more than ever because there are so many products out there for like every type of insecurity or ailment. And they hear me talking to you about it after three glasses of wine and and start serving me ads on Instagram. Exactly. Uh oh, man down. That was a Christmas decoration being knocked over by my cat. Fiona, I, I wish I could tell you that she's staring at us without making eye contact while swiping, oh, but it was it was an honest accident. Yeah, now she's just licking herself. Yeah. All so, right, girl, you do you. <laughs> Christmas time is here. But yeah, I mean, I just think that like the sheer number of products out there, and like there's just something for every type of possible thing that you might want to fix about yourself yeah and so I think that that's another thing too which is kind of insane about like like the years and years and years that you get sort of indoctrinated with these like messages and images about like you should have this life this is what your life should look like this is what yeah you should want for yourself and it's everywhere and then to be able to like sort of have that at like the push of a button or whatever is kind of scary and also like are we just becoming like crazy consumerist to the yes. point where it's just like yes the answer is yes the, the, like the biggest emotional factor about shame that i think when i read about it it what, what resonates the most with me is that shame makes you feel worthless mm. And that worthless feeling that I have definitely, you know, internalized a lot in a lot of my areas of shame, it gets kind of like exploited and is easily exploited in the ad space and in the consumerist space because if you buy this, you have worth. Yeah. You know, if your life looks like this, you have worth. And there's just, I mean, there's no... There's no kind of, I mean, and I work in marketing and so it's just sort of like, yeah, that's how freaking advertising works. You want people to buy it. So you, you appeal to them emotionally. Right. But I, I just really hate seeing the types of advertisements that appeal to, or try to appeal to like those dark places yeah, rather than the positive places. Well, they're very good at it. And that's why, like, I feel like you and I can have these conversations about the things that we can make jokes about like, oh yeah, I'm going to wear the Spanx. <laughs> but then also there's like a dark side of that where I'm like, no, I really do need things smoothed out because images have shown me what my body should look like in clothing. Yeah. And therefore like, I want my body to, like I am at war with myself with that bullshit at all times. Yeah. Like I'm never not. Like I'm always just like, oh, dark circles under my eyes, I should cover them. And then I'm like, oh, there's an Instagram ad for that because they're stalking my every move and thought and they (laughs) put a chip in my fucking brain and now what do I do? (laughs) Because I feel like it's just constant. Yeah. Um, But yeah, or I shouldn't have cellulite here even though every woman I know has it. But yet somehow I'm supposed to be miraculously immune. What the fuck is that bullshit? You should be the one person who doesn't have it at all. Yeah, just and show how- everybody how superior you are. <laughs> yes. Oh, and it's so stupid. Like, and I, yeah. I'm aware of that, and I can sit across from you like this and talk shit about it, but I'm still gonna wear Spanx. Yeah. And I'm still gonna spend my, you know, and well, it's just yeah. It's- and I mean, I think that like you're yes, of course, and like whatever. I mean, it happens to all of us where like whatever product that they make and and if they sell it correctly to you where you're just like yes that is gonna solve this thing that I really dislike about myself so like like if I could maybe it's like the whole take it away for a night what's that I will like well that's I'm, I'm I'm theorizing right now so maybe it's like For example, I keep going back to Spanx. Mm. Maybe it's just like, this is a problem area. I have problems with this area, but I have this big night coming up and I want to feel good. And it's like, buy this product. It'll take it away for a night. 
Oh, I see what you mean. Or, or like, I have this problem. Like, do this. Have these yeah. long lashes for the night. Like, for right, that moment, right. you don't have to think about that insecurity. Right. We've taken care of that for you. Right, right, right. Like, you can just, like, try on a different persona or whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that, like, that is something that advertisers have done really well, too, is, yeah, like, you can have... You can live outside your means in certain ways. Yes. And here's how. Mm-hmm. And like, that's so interesting though, because it's like, you're just inundated with it though. And so it's just like constant barragement, right? You're supposed to buy, 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 buy. But then also you're supposed to have, 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 have. And I'm like, okay, I can't keep bleeding money. And then also like save for certain things or yeah. like have this life that I'm supposed to have. And like, it's supposed to look like this while also just like blowing out like my paychecks at the mall. You know? It's the American way though. I mean, that's yeah. the thing you can't like, it, it's this vicious cycle of you should be striving all the time for yeah. more. Yeah. But in order to get more, you have to fix this right now. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it, it's it's unattainable unless you have a god-awful amount of money. Mm. And if you do, then you are the ones creating the messaging for <laughs> the people who are keeping you rich based on the bullshit that yeah. you've created. Yeah. I mean... And then I'm like, I just keep thinking of like our favorite podcast, my favorite murder. Like it goes all the way to the top. <laughs> like, like it's just like any problem. Like when you break it down, it's like, look at the problem, yeah. look where the money's going, you'll find the source. But I mean, so I kind of, I, I'll go back to uh, the brand new information segment, right? Where it's just like, I really and truly feel like, balance needs to happen and occur and we need to like take more mindful moments to think about like oh what is what's the pressure on me right now why do I feel this need to like buy or keep up with the Joneses or like what what is that coming from so sorry to tie it back to the beginning um Hey, dare you make this make (laughs) sense and have a beginning middle and end (laughs) but like goodwill like go to goodwill like because I so I was just thinking like I have all these Christmas decorations. That's not, I mean, that's just because it brings me pure joy. But at the same time, like. As a visitor, it brings me pure joy. <laughs> but I, I I can't afford to like be one of those houses that like gets like $10,000 worth of stuff brought in every year. You and, hire like, a floral some, company. Yeah, a floral to, like, company come comes and, and like dresses my house up to the nines, you know, like I do it myself and I buy things from Goodwill and I just like sort of piecemeal things together and I love it. And I love it too. I don't think that I would love it anymore if I had that other thing. You know what I mean? I feel like I would fuss more over it Mm. if somebody else did it. And what I mean by that is like you pay someone to put things in your home and make it look a certain way. I don't think when I say fuss, I don't mean at the job that they've done. Mm. I feel like I would feel compelled to keep it nice and be like, oh, these are, oh, that's not being maintained. Like, I feel like- You wouldn't want your cat to knock it off. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And like, I just, I like my life to feel lived in. Yeah, same, same, same. And I want people to come over and they don't have to use a coaster. Like if I put them out and you forget to, guess what? I don't own anything that's going to ruin our friendship or the night (laughs) if you don't put a coaster down. Yeah. You know, like, and and I have some really good red wine removal sprays. So you you just do. I have seen that in action. Thank you. I loved it. (laughs) Folex, you could be a sponsor. Folex, I'm tagging you. I straight up saw... It take it out of like a white pillow, mm-hmm. which is a hard thing to do. Like it had never had red wine on it. It was amazing. Yeah, it was. We had some folks over, and I don't know if you remember the night. I have a black and white striped rug, and we were we were drinking like tiki cocktails or something, and it was red. And mm-hmm. she spilled it when she and I felt so bad. But I was like, everybody, this is an opportunity for me to show you what Folex, Folex. can do. Yeah, <laughs> and they're based right here in California, Folex. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, I, I want people to be comfortable in my space because I want to be comfortable in my space, and I, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I think that the main thing that I try to strive for is finding some kind of true 
balance, which is always very difficult Mm -hmm. because it's like you're dealing with your own like shame all the time and you're dealing with your own insecurities all the time and like certain things will get you. Yes. But like to be sort of analytical about them and, and second guess your, when you immediately just kind of want something Mm -hmm. to like kind of question that I think is, is a good tool. Mm -hmm. It's a good exercise. Yes. To say like, okay, I'm like really after this thing, but why, Mm -hmm. why, like, how subconsciously poverty does that to you naturally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. When I was growing up, that's all I ever did. So mm-hmm. that's kind of stuck with me. That yeah. whole like you can only have like for example on the Cyber Monday thing, like I was looking for a certain kind of coat and I wanted one that was in a price range that was just extreme to me, even though it's a anyway. And so I wound up going with, like, a discount version of the coat. Hasn't arrived yet. I don't know if I'll be happy with it. I may wind up sending it back. But I had to do some, like, deep soul searching. And I was like, and part of the reason I might send it back and get the nicer one is because, like, I'll just be honest with you. It's a leopard print faux fur coat. Mm. I've wanted one since I was in eighth grade. Mm. I've never had one. And I found one that I think is, like, perfection. But it's, like, out of my price range. And Mm. I'm like, it's too much to spend on a coat. So, like, I bought, like, a not what I wanted. And I'm like, okay, we'll see. But I had to do that where I was Mm. like, why do you want this? Like, what is it about this coat? Like, why spend a couple hundred dollars on it? Like, you know, is it worth the money? And, yeah, it was just this whole dilemma about like why am I spending it but I but I would spend more or not and maybe have over time on things that are just like excuse me like self-maintenance things that are related to like makeup or skincare or whatever Mm. and it's just kind of like it I do it without thinking Hmm. why do you think that is um Because it's like, this is necessary versus unnecessary? Yeah, I think so. Because I mean, like, for example, like the the skin cream that I use during the day, the moisturizer that's also like a a sunblock um, that I love and I've been using for years. It's not cheap. But I mean, I I live in Southern California. Like, Mm -hmm. I I have to wear sunblock every day. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to wear a good one. And I have like irritable skin and da, 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 da. It's almost like, I don't know. I guess what I'm trying to say is like, you kind of in a way have to like, Pick your battles. Yeah. Like, in terms of, like, what it is that you want. Yeah. And I don't even know what message I'm trying to say right now. What no, am I trying no. to say? To I restrict? Mean, I don't know. No, I think I think it's good because we were kind of talking about, like, being analytical about, like, your options and your purchases. But you did say something and bring up a really good point that, like, poverty and we don't know currently what that is like to be in but like people who just can't afford anything or can't afford much it's like don't even have to like think about those things because it's just like no matter what freaking message you're trying to throw in my face I can't afford it anyway I can't afford any of this yeah but then but then you get creative but yes I was gonna go negative I'm glad you're going positive but real fast I'll go negative where um I think that that also is, it brings a different total other element of shame where you just kind of have to ignore what a lot of other people get to do and are doing. And even though it's not really healthy to be super hyper consumerist and Mm -hmm. like I didn't like when I was in that mall and just saw people buying whatever the hell that they felt like, it made me feel bad about myself, but it also just kind of made me feel like this is a little bit empty Mm-hmm. You know, so there is that like side of it where it's like a lot of shopping is vapid. It's yeah. like eating too much. Almost. Yeah, it's like that thing where you just want to feel full. But to never have a place at the table or to not have food at all, you know, yeah, like that is a whole other realm. That I mean, it must be like so weird and I don't know. Just even like you're constantly being sold to, but you're like, I can't even fulfill whatever like vapid hole I want to fill with like some consumerist they nonsense. They do it on every level. Yeah. But they do it on every yeah, level. It doesn't matter true. how much money you make. Yeah. There's target marketing at every financial and economic echelon that we have in true. this country so that everybody gets to feel just as shitty <laughs> as everybody else <laughs> in terms of like what we can and can't You're never have. buying enough. You never have enough. You're never... No. Yeah. I mean, which is why like going to Goodwill is like... and will continue to be, like, I don't know, like, a, a 
or not Goodwill in specific. Goodwill, you could sponsor us. Uh, <laughs> Salvation Army, come on down. Um, no, but sponsored by a charitable organization. <laughs> we sponsor them, actually. Support your local thrift store. Yes. Um, but no, like thrift shopping is one of the things that brings me like immense joy in my life. Like when I get the score, like I was saying earlier, like when I go through the store, I'm like doing a little commercial in my mind. And I'm like, I could be spending this at West Elm, but look at me killing it down here, at, you know. St. Vincent yeah. Paul. But then, I mean, also within that, like, I don't know, could you be, I don't, for me, I just feel like this year, especially, it's kind of tight and stuff. I'm like, no, I could not be spending it down at West Elm or whatever. No, I never have. Yeah. And like, no. I'm going to Goodwill for a reason. But also, yeah, it just, I just feel like the pressure that comes with trying to, I don't know, just be what you're supposed to be, what it's supposed to look like or whatever is just stupid. And we need to start redefining what supposed to means and redefining like what we want it to look like. And that's why I say just like question every sort of like impulse. Girl, you are me. At a wedding, after two (laughs) glasses of wine, taking your Spanx off in the bathroom right now, and I am here for it. Because that's what happens when I just break it, when I finally break down, I'm like, fuck your fucking What is this? What am I doing? Fuck you. I'm uncomfortable, and I want to dance, and I'm having a great conversation with so-and-so, but all I'm aware of is my ribcage and whether or not it may have been fractured from a piece of fabric. (laughs) Like, so I am not, yeah. And, And I think you're absolutely right, though. I mean, like, it. And again, that's why I and I feel like a lot of people are at war with themselves with this issue. Yeah. Because you simultaneously want it because it's... It's shiny. It's shiny. And to quote Ani DeFranco, which I do all the time, mm-hmm. it's as easy as breathing to participate mm. in that kind of like, you know, like uh, aspirational thing. Yeah. So it's all around you. How could you not want it? Because you're not seeing anything different. Yeah. And it takes courage and creativity and yeah. necessity, to yeah. be honest, sometimes to do the alternative. Totally. Well, and I mean, not to be too Pollyanna about it, but I, I guess tis the season for me. I get like warm hearted this time of year. I just think like, reprioritizing and finding other ways to kind of scratch that itch for lack of a better terminology where you're like, okay, so like, I know that like I'm feeling, I don't know, insecure about something or like something's not going great for me here. Or like maybe I, I don't know, like I need to buy something to fill a hole. Like try to think of a creative, like you said, like get more creative about things. Like try to find a creative way to fill that hole without just like kowtowing to just the larger consumerist message. Yeah. You know? No, I mean, I've made, I think some of the best art and I think, I think, I don't know, more abstractly and in a better realm when I, when I'm restrained. Yeah. Like when I do have restraints. Sometimes when I have too much, like, because I grew, out with, grew up without very much, mm-hmm. now, like, that I have more than I've ever had in my life, honestly, um, I don't know. I feel like I'm not as creative. Yeah. And, and I'm like you this year where I'm trying to segue some things financially and change some things up. And it's like, so I'm putting restrictions back on myself and it actually feels really good. It yeah. feels really good. Yeah. I think that being just sort of more thoughtful and more mindful always feels good. And cause after a while you just sort of like, if you, if you haven't been really thinking about your actions or you haven't really been thinking about the messages that you've internalized and you haven't really been thinking about your purchasing and you've just kind of been like going through the rope motions, it starts to feel robotic after a while. Yeah. And when you kind of stop and say like, like, what is this? Like, why, why do I feel like I need X, Y, Z Yeah. What messages have I been, like, internalizing? Yeah. I think that that is a good, I don't know, just a good thing to do. I mean, I'm I'm analytical by nature, so that's just, like, that appeals to me. But I also don't think that you're being Pollyanna about it. Like, I do do think that, you know, if you go back to, like, 
the tales of this time of year. There's, I don't know what it is. It's not the gift of the, is it the gift of the Magi where it's like the comb and the clock? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's rooted in that. That's what we go back to this time of year, even though like it's the season of consumerism. Right. At the end of the day, the message is always like gifts from the heart mean the most because they fucking do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I also love a comfy high thread count, whatever. But at the same time, like having, so in my uh, work as a therapist, something I've been having people tell me that I find very interesting is some of my clients have noted that when they've been with family members this season, family members maybe who are a little more guarded and, and, you know, they don't say things during the year, is when they get with their families that they drink with them. And they don't normally do that. Oh. And they'll have a couple glasses of wine. Mm-hmm. And they'll say, oh, you know, they, they do that thing where we don't say this, but this time of year, it's like, I'm proud of you. I love you. Wow. Or I, and it, it warms my heart because I've that. heard it from more than a couple people. And I'm like, Aww. those are the big gifts Yes, when you get together and it doesn't have to be about alcohol. It can just be about letting your guard down Yeah, and you just are with the people you love and you say the things that need to be said. Yeah. And for whatever reason, the context is right yeah. in that moment and you can say it. I really like that. And then I would, I would challenge ourselves and any listeners to do that like for themselves though you know like not just with family or not just with the people around you but like for yourself like make like a special moment instead of like just buying an impersonal gift for yourself yeah think like actually what would be a thoughtful thing for me yeah in what way could you give yourself something like time yeah. or, you know, what, what thing is a, I mean, I'm saying that because like that is immediately what came to mind for me is I'm like, I need to just like take up time. Mm-hmm. I need to like give myself some time back, yeah, you know, and feel really like exuberant about <laughs> it. Yeah. Oh, I, you know, time has been on my mind because it just feels like this season just comes like so fast and oh it flies by we got an advent calendar for the dogs and tonight i was giving them one of the um i almost said t-r-a-t's because (laughs) i can't say the word treat at home or they go fucking bonkers um so i was getting the treat out from the advent calendar and it was on december 3rd and i was putting it away and jamie was like we're behind and i was like on what he's like the advent calendar. And I was like, today's the third. He's like, today's the fifth. That's when we're recording. Um, And so I was like, I'm so sorry. What did you just say? Like, I didn't realize, but it does, it goes, and we've said this before, we'll say it again, but it goes by so fast. Mm -hmm. Which is even more reason to take some time. That's right. So it's funny because I took Monday off. Mm-hmm. And I just randomly decided to do it because I was like, I'm feeling slightly overwhelmed and I need not to burn out. And I want to be like mindful of people this year. And I want to be like mental health day. Yeah. And I just want to be like able to make the holidays what I want them to be and take care of the people who I want to take care of and buy the presents that I want to buy for people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I feel like I just need like a random dead day where I get to like do all of those things yes so I was just like I'm not gonna feel bad about it I've earned that PTO and here we go (laughs) so yeah I have this yeah I have Monday coming up where I'm just like planning on taking care of a lot of business or TCBN as you've told me yeah hashtag Elvis (laughs) hashtag TCBN um I don't know what I just said that for um so, so yeah I Jamie and I did that recently and we just took the day off and thank god because we got so much done that we needed to do and it was like it was necessary it had to happen sometimes it is just necessary and like yeah and even if you take the day off and you're like i'm gonna get a b c and d done and you don't you just you know so here's a here's an insider tip you can call this a brand new information uh segment maybe part two if you want (laughs) um i installed a crossword app on my phone and um I set an alarm today while I was at work to get up from whatever I was doing as soon as possible and spend 15 minutes doing it. Oh, I like that. And I did it. Nice. It radically shifted how I felt. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. 
good. Because I'm doing too many things right now. Yeah. And I was like, I need downtime. Yeah. And nothing feels more luxurious to me. And you and I bond over this mm. than like doing a crossword. Mm-hmm. And I put the New York Times crossword app on my phone. Mm-hmm. And I've had it for a while. And I do it on weekends or at night when I'm trying to relax in bed. And then I've been like, go, go, go. So I was like, you know what? I'm setting an alarm at work. And I get two 15-minute fucking breaks. Yeah. So I'm just going to like go and good. see how that goes. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And so I don't know if you guys need some brand new information, self-time suggestions. <laughs> um, but yeah, maybe. Try some crosswords. Or set an alarm in your phone, whether it's to journal yeah. for 15 minutes or sketch for 15 minutes or just go outside and see like what color the leaves are right now, <laughs> wherever you are. Like just set an alarm in your phone mm-hmm. to just 10, 15 minutes. That's, That's really all you smart. have to take. I should start doing that. Yeah. I mean, because I constantly get like meeting alerts and whatever at work. It would be interesting to set a meeting for myself that's just like, get out of the office. I love setting a meeting for myself. It's <laughs> yeah. like a meeting invite from me. Yeah. No, I've, I've actually done it before. <laughs> yeah. I need to arrange it throughout Look. Yeah. Danielle Nelson is sending you a meeting invite. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, she's more fascinating than anyone I know. I'm dying. We're going to have a great meeting. Yeah. I'm dying to know what she has to say. Oh, do the crossword you suggest. Well, happy to. Yeah. But I mean, I think just to sort of like bring it around, I think that it's just, it's so easy to get sucked in by messaging that is specifically designed to make you, not even make you feel bad about yourself, to like false make you feel good about yourself, but while using things that you're supposed to feel shame about. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes, like, I do. Where you're just like, oh, you're kind of like one of those sneaky people who are like, <laughs> you come in like a friend, but you're actually just like a manipulator. Yes. Yeah. It's like, oh, like you shine a light on you, shine all of my attention on you, 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 you. Mm-hmm. And then when There's I something have wrong you, with you captive away from everybody else, it's like, mm, I notice you're really insecure about that. Yeah. Maybe you should try this thing that's yeah. going to benefit me. Yeah. If yeah. you do it. Yeah. Shh, be quiet so that I can speak louder. Thank you. Exactly. Let me project all of my fears onto you so that you will have ownership of them and I will feel fine in the social situation. (laughs) Um, That's basically advertising. Yeah. (laughs) And that's advertising. Mm -hmm. Um, Hey, thanks for listening. Yes, of course. Always. Thank you for being here. It's a delight to have you, honestly. It really is. Um, You guys... We are going on, what is this, 14 episodes? Yes, this is 14. Wow, I feel like we're learning a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And also, we're coming really close to our season one end. That's right. We are, uh, we're going to end the season at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've got some exciting uh, episodes coming up. Yes. Our first guests. Yes. Will be well, broadcast. We've had guests. Yes. We've had a guest before. Two guests. Oh, shit. We've Our had, spouses. Oh, right. Oh, them. <laughs> Who counts them? Those people. Um, no, we, we actually recorded with a guest once, which was what I was thinking of. Oh, right, And, and yeah. then we didn't wind up using it because we recorded so early into our recording uh, history that we were not adept. Yeah, we didn't do a good job as hosts. No, we didn't. So we're gonna we're gonna have that guest back, and we're gonna, we're gonna do it right. Oh, one hundred percent. Maybe in second season. Yes, definitely season two. Season two. So yeah, we're gonna wrap it up at the end of the year. So stay with us for Tuesdays through. Uh, I think uh, the last Tuesday will be the thirty first, mm-hmm. and then we'll have our last episode. We'll do a recap, and then um, yeah. So yeah, next week. Um, are we going to do next week or the week after where we have our special guests? Next week. Oh, I know we're recording next week, but I don't know. Stay <laughs> tuned. Um, so, yeah, thanks for listening. I hope you're taking care of yourself yes. this holiday season. Mm-hmm. Be good um, to yourself. and 100%. And you're not alone. Nope. If you are having a rough holiday season, uh, reach out to us. Reach out to the people around you mm-hmm. and just know that. 
this is a fucking tough time of year. Yes, it you is. You know, we've talked about some superficial stuff on the podcast uh, today, tonight, whenever you're listening. Um, but at the end of the day, this is a really stressful season. Yeah. And it brings up a lot of triggering things because it involves things like history, past, family. Yep. And uh, that stuff's really tricky to navigate on a, any given day, <laughs> let alone during a time when there is that extra applied pressure. So be gentle with yourself. Yep. And, and we're also, always here. And yeah, we're here. And be kind to those around you, even if yeah. you're not struggling, like you don't know who might be. So definitely. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's it. That's it. Okay. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye. Fiona, do you want to say goodbye? Oh, now she's nowhere to be found. Okay. No, she's sleeping. Oh, she's asleep. Okay. (laughs) Bye.